0: Gin's guys, Welcome to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast, where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Josh. His name is Jake.
1: Let's go Pirates.
0: Today, we continue our conversation about the upcoming season and do our best to answer the question, how bad is it? Tell me this, because we're there now. We got a direction. Mm -hmm. How bad is it?
1: Like you're talking 2021. 2020.
0: Let's just say 2021, how bad is it?
1: I don't think it's that bad. I think we got a lot of guys who will be on the opening day roster who could come out and be good. We have, a. there's still, this cast is still packed with potential.
0: Name four guys right now, just right off the top of
1: your head. Just look around the infield. You got Brian Hayes. You got Adam Frazier. You got New- Newman. Okay, now you got Brian Reynolds. You, I I don't think you're as high, but I think Jacob Stallings is a heck of a backstop. He can hit for a catcher. By hit for a catcher, I mean I'm not saying he's gonna bat 300.
0: He's an RBI guy, though. He catches. Yeah, him
1: I think he's gonna. I think he's going to have that lower batting average, but I just feel like he's going to get big hits at big times.
0: And it's basically all, yeah, that's what you get from him. That's what he's shown in the past, and I understand that. But having a guy like that starting on your team, eh, I guess it all just depends on everybody else. I'm with you. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. I got two questions for you now. First off, will we be number 30? Will we get another number 1 overall draft pick for 2022.
1: I don't I don't think so.
0: Who's going to be worse? <laughs> Off the mean, top.
1: I mean if you if, if you go by experts, I mean the Rockies are technically slated to be the worst team in baseball. I don't I don't it's kind of hard the to Tigers, against that. I don't think the Tigers are going to be far behind them.
0: You think the Tigers will end up better than the Orioles? No. You think the Orioles will be better?
1: See, they both that both those teams have that big prospect that might come up and do something this year.
0: Well, do you think that? Yeah, but one guy, one guy gets what ten percent of your at bats on the year. I mean, that's not. I know. So here's here's the thing. Uh, about the 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 Tigers versus the Orioles the Tigers get to play the Royals and the White Sox who on any given day could be great or good struggle. The Indians are going to pitch, but I don't know how much they're going to hit. The twins are going to hit obviously. I mean like there's, but like the Orioles have to play Tampa Bay who, if they're still good, then they're still good. I, I think Boston's better than the credit. Yeah. And then obviously Toronto and and New York, are they're gonna? I mean, they're gonna just beat the tar out of the, the Orioles. I think the Orioles end up with more losses myself, but I, yeah, I mean, it's I, gonna be you, you it's a lot gonna of be guys close. Going back. How many teams lose a hundred games?
1: How many teams? How many
0: teams lose a hundred games or close? I think the I think three. I, I I'm on Orioles. I'm on Rockies. I'm on Pirates. Uh, that are like these are the teams that are teetering with 100 losses. Yeah. I think that's about right.
1: <laughs> see I I don't I still don't here's, see the Pirates as an 100 loss team.
0: So here's a couple things. Um we're going to talk about will the Pirates lose 100 games next. So hold that thought, but the Rockies have to play San Diego and, and LA. <laughs> that's going to be tough. <laughs> but yeah. I think Arizona and San Francisco aren't much better. No. I think that division is a two-horse race, and I think the other three teams are bad.
1: Yeah, but with that being said, they also get, what is it, 38 games against each other?
0: That's what I'm saying. So I wonder if some of that will... Yeah. Even itself out and the Rockies wind up a little bit better than what the experts say. Sure. Okay, so will the Pirates lose a hundred games is the next question.
1: I, I don't think so. What
0: did they say? They're gonna
1: lose a yeah, hundred and three. Yeah, fifty nine and a hundred and three. Yeah.
0: You you think they're gonna be over sixty two wins?
1: Yeah. I think they're going to be in the seventies.
0: You think they'll be in? The, you think the Pirates are going to win in the seven? Okay, so are you saying this based on the state of the rest of the NL Central?
1: I mean, I, yeah, that's part of it. I don't uh, think we can pitch much
0: it. better than that. What's that? I don't think we can pitch much better than that.
1: That, yeah. I get in that I get in that mindset, and and it's it's funny because I was a pitcher, but I get in that mindset, and I'm like the, our bat our our lineup is not that bad. But you're yeah, right. there's our, a lot of bounce back might, candidates. Our our pitching might be that bad.
0: That's where I'm at. Our pitching might be that bad. I think that we have basically we've got some guys that could be good. Stephen Brawl I still think is. You just never know. I heard somebody say the other day, "He's Jeff Locke." <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a little bit. I mean, I it, think, it's Jeff Locke had a had a half a season that was dominant. Yeah, and so I see the parallel lefties. I, I see the parallel. I I think Brault's a little bit different. Obviously, I, I don't Brault's mind a little Stephen bit Brault. Better. Yeah, I think Brault's put he's put some time together. I think that. uh, I don't know that you'll see, like I said, Jeff Locke had that one, like, elite half of a season. I don't know that Brault will ever put that together. But I think that Brault's one of those guys you say, Nah, he's solid. Yeah. Like, I have no problem with Steven Brault being in my rotation. I have a problem with him being a number one in my rotation. Because he's not.
1: Do you think he's our number one?
0: I think because I like him, I would. I mean. Who else? Chad Cool. Yeah, I mean they did that piggyback thing. Cool with the injury. Yeah, I mean I like Chad Cool too. I think eventually it's Keller, but I don't. I don't think you throw that in there right now. And Anderson, I. I mean maybe what you do is you save one of these, one of these like Brault or Keller for the home opener. The Pirates like to do that. Of course, that was mm-hmm. Clint Hurdle, but. I guess most teams probably like that. You like to have, like, maybe one of the fan favorites start that home
1: opener. Sure.
0: Instead of the actual opening day.
1: We have, what, like nine nine games, I think, before we come home, have our home opener? I think we have three straight road series before we open up PNC.
0: (laughs) Never mind, then. Maybe they'll still time it out, but I don't think they're... Yeah, that's a good point. You never know if there's going to be cancellation. They'll just... They're going to roll if that's the case, but I I don't know. I think yeah. the bullpen is, is interesting. I'll say it that way. A lot of candidates to have great years, but a lot of candidates who haven't shown it. Yeah. So you just never know. You just never know. So... What you, so your pick is they will not lose 100 games?
1: I do not think so.
0: It seems like I'm trying to convince you that they will, but I don't think so either. I, I think that there's too many guys who are going to bounce back like like Brian Reynolds. I'm really hoping Cole Tucker can hit the ball, uh, but but Kevin Newman can bounce back. Fraser, if he's still there, He's I think he's fine. I don't I'm not the least bit concerned with his bat. Yeah. But if you can get a, a few homers out of out of Polanco, I mean he's playing for a job right now. Um you just don't know. A lot of people are high on Anthony Alford. They want to see what he can do. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe okay, Frazier cut maybe Fraser breaks and hits some bombs early on. Yeah. I, I mean you just it's hard. When you have talent on your team and we do have talent on the team, it's hard to lose like a ton. It's hard to lose a ton of games all year. They're going to get hot at some point. You don't know how hot, but they're going to get hot and there's not going to be a lack of trying. These guys all want to be a part of something better than, than what they know they have right now. Sure. Shelton's in his second year being a manager. First full season. He's going to want to win games.
1: I got an interesting thought for you. I I just happened to... This popped in my head, so I'm sorry to spring us on you. But here's the thing. Uh, Any chance that 2021, the Pittsburgh Pirates go with a six-man rotation?
0: I think Shelton said no. No? I think he said his plan right now is five guys.
1: I'm just thinking like, you know, maybe holding, holding back a little bit, like giving the guys extra, the extra day rest is the extra days, right? That's not what I, what, what I'm, I'm thinking less exposure. So instead of getting 32 starts on the year, probably we end up being like 28. You're not going to lose very many starts, but you're going to lose a few. It's major league. They only need one appearance and they got your number. So, yeah,
0: I mean, there's videos. I don't Yeah. But yeah. they,
1: they do, I did look it up, they, they have two away series. They're at Chicago, at Cincinnati, and then they're home against Chicago. So there's six games before the home opener.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that there will be spot starts. I don't think there'll be a six-man rotation. I think there will be spot starts. Yeah. And we'll see how those go. So we're still talking about how bad it is. Neither one of us think 100 games. Neither one of us. But we're pretty positive, guys we like our guys, we like what we have. It might be close. I don't think 70 wins though. I think they're I think they're close. Maybe 65, you know, 65-67 somewhere around there. I think that they're just going to struggle. I think the pitching's going to be bad. I think at some point in the year if anybody's good, they could get moved before the deadline and you could see some more struggle. You could see some guys come up and whether they struggle. I think if those guys come up, they get a call out. If they're good, then I think that it wavers a little more towards closer to 70 if they can win some games. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then it goes the other direction. And it's just hard to tell. Yeah. With that said, because you really want to know, like, how good is the team? We understand direction. We don't think it's that bad because we can see the future and we're we're giving Ben Sherrington the benefit of the doubt that he's going to come through. Yeah. Hitter wise, how many of our starting players would start on other teams? Okay. First off, Brian Reynolds, key Brian Hayes, Adam Frazier. Let's start with those three. We know those three can start on a lot of teams. Yeah. You got any others?
1: I think Newman is a guy that would be able to start on a team. I think Newman is a guy. I mean, you you look through back back in the history. Your shortstop doesn't have to hit great. Your shortstop in twenty twenty
0: one. I I don't know if that's true anymore. Baseball right now, shortstops an offensive position. I think almost every position is anymore. I think they're just letting anybody play. If you can rake, you can play.
1: Okay, so I guess, and when I think of Newman, I, I mean, he can be a hitter. I no, he can be. He can hit. But he don't hit for a lot of power. He's never going to. But I think what I am saying about Newman is, it, even if he's, and this might go to 2021 again, you know, he's not as flashy. If you hit the ball to Newman, he's he's, most of the time, he's going to make the play.
0: Yeah, but he struggled defensively. I think he's. I think he profiles as a second. But he could start for somebody at second base. Sure. Okay, so maybe Kevin Newman. Yeah. I say, especially if the contract goes with him, Gregory Polanco. Because if you're paying a guy eleven million dollars or whatever he's making right <laughs> now, he's he's playing. But also, his upside is there if he can stay healthy. But basically, all that means is play him until he's hurt and then somebody else can yeah. get a turn.
1: I also think Stallings could play on most teams.
0: Most teams, you say? Yeah. Chris Stewart. That's to me, that's Jacob Stallings.
1: I think he's better than Chris Stewart.
0: The numbers.
1: I know what the numbers say. Do
0: not agree with that (laughs) statement. I think that Stallings is, uh, well, I think he handles pitchers very well. I think he's good defensively. I think the numbers are fair defensively for him. I think he can drive in a run when it matters outside of that. I mean, he's a pretty boring player. There's nothing that stands out. I think that if you have an offense and you've spent all your money, Stallings could be your catcher outside of that. He's a guy I would love to have as my backup catcher. If he could catch my ace every five days, I would be happy with that. If he's my, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if he's Garrett Cole's catcher and everybody else that we put in the offensive guy, I'm happy with that. I think he could do that. I I don't see him as like a guy that I'm going to like, Oh, he's hitting the free agent market. We need, we need to go out, I think he's a second choice. But I mean certainly the Pirates don't have anybody else. And if so if there's another if there's another team in that situation, sure, but I think that's not what we're saying. <laughs> so you could say Polanco, Newman, and Stallings are those debatable guys. I think situationally yeah. they could play on another team. Mm-hmm. But the other we but but if you have three guys who situationally can play on another team and another three guys who guaranteed could play on another team it's not that bad. Right. I think our center field is, I think it's just begging for somebody to prove themselves. Yeah. And I think first base is begging for somebody to prove themselves. And I think, I think that catcher is begging for somebody. Maybe it's just because we went back to back with Martin and Cervelli that your expectations are a little bit higher out of a catching position before that it was the same sort of story. Yeah. I mean, we had some bad catchers and we had some catchers that we liked a lot and they had upsides, but they had downsides. But so, I yeah. mean, you have like Rod Barajas, like literally couldn't throw anyone out. No. Ryan Domit had some decent seasons at the plate, but wasn't that great of a catcher. I think some I think I saw a video one time that said he was the worst catcher of all time. I don't agree with that. I don't either. Um but they're just looking at numbers. You can't just look at numbers.
1: I mean, what about Jason Jaramillo?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's part of that whole thing. And uh, yeah, McHenry sprinkled in there, but he was there with some of the some of the better guys too as a backup. And you know, obviously Pittsburgh liked that and we love the fort. Mm-hmm. All right, so. In the season, what are we looking forward to?
1: I got three things. I got okay, three, three things.
0: things. What do you got?
1: I want to see Mitch Keller step up and be the guy that he was meant to that, that he was projected to be. I think that can happen. I'm looking forward to seeing Brian Hayes get a full season, possible rookie of the year. I think he's got that kind of upside. I think he's got that talent. I, I want to see if he can. If he can dethrone Arenado for Gold Glove. Yep. That's what I, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the word. Um, That's the prospect sheet.
1: Yeah. And my last thing, I always look forward to Stephen Brault singing the National Anthem. <laughs> it's going to happen again. You know it. Maybe we won on, we're 100 gonna, games. We're, we're, we're going to lose a lot of games. <laughs> we got to have stuff to look forward to. That used to be
0: McCutcheon's mom. Now yeah. it's Stephen Brault. <laughs> Uh, if, if Brault's doing well, they better, they better book him early. (laughs) (laughs) Key Brian Hayes, obviously we're all looking forward to him. He's, he's going to be a ton of fun to watch for a long time. Yeah. I really, I really am looking forward to him. He's obviously not putting up those offensive numbers. And if you're, if you're a Pirates fan going into it, thinking that he is just calm down, he's not going to put up those numbers and it's okay. Yeah. Those numbers were absurd. It was 24 games. But I think he can out-hit his uh, prospect sheet to bring that back up. I think he can out-hit it. I think yeah. power is the last thing to develop. That's That's common knowledge. It's the last thing that comes to all these players. Maybe the power numbers are there. If the power numbers are there, I mean, he's got the body to hit home runs. If he can hit home runs and the average isn't up there, Then he's still super effective, especially with the fact that he could turn out to be the best defensive third baseman in baseball. I agree with that. I think that he's a ton of fun to watch. He's buttery smooth on the field and he's the sophomore year is always the hardest one. I don't know if this counts as sophomore year.
1: I mean, he, he hasn't lost his rookie status yet.
0: He hasn't. You're right. So this but is this still is his, his second exposure, and I wonder if that plays. I wonder if the pitchers say, well, we learned a little bit about him last year. Now we're going to change, or if they have to see him this year and then next year is his step-back year. And maybe he doesn't yeah. have a step-back year, but chances are he will. Yeah, That's the way this game goes. The guys who don't have those years are the guys who excel and become next level, uh, next-level really good players. Maybe he becomes that. I hope so. Yeah. But the potentials, I mean, his floor is high. But I think his ceiling might be higher than what they originally thought. Yeah. If he adds power, which they didn't think he'd add much power. But if he adds power, dude, he's big time. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Cole Tucker fan. I want to see Cole Tucker step it up. This year, I want to see him take over shortstop. Yeah. Yeah if I could go to a game and sit on a third base side, if they let fans in the park and I can sit on the third base side and get to watch key Brian Hayes and Cole Tucker play short and third, then for that afternoon or that evening, I will forget that the pirates aren't good because <laughs> that'd be fun to watch. Absolutely. I want him to do it. I want him to do it. I want it to be, yeah. I want it to be Cole Tucker and I want it to be key Brian Hayes. I'm not even going to talk about Brian Reynolds because we've already talked about him and I I think he's fine and I'm not going to, He's more of a discussion if he doesn't do well. Yeah. Uh, That's where I'm at with him. Other than that, call-ups. I mean, you just want to see, guys. You just want to see what you have for the future. I think our outlook on 2021 is what it is. I think it's, we're going to lose a lot of games. We're going to lose more games than we're going to win by a good many. But I still think that there's excitement there. There's players to watch. And I think because of what you said, we have a direction. And with direction, it's a little easier to take in the middle of this summer. We're going to draft a a very exciting pitcher. Yeah. Whether that be Kumar rocker or Jack it's Jack, right? Jack lighter. Yeah. Either one of them is like, Oh well, yeah, we're fine. There's our future ace.
1: So I I I, I did happen to see on I think it was MLB.com that, where they they were shown a little clip. They they both had their spring debuts this this yeah. past weekend, and both threw shutout, not complete games, but they both threw. I think it was a combined nine innings of shutout. Both guys only gave up one hit each. But what I what I focused in on was the eight second clip of each one of them throwing. Okay. And just from that eight second clip, I want lighter
0: (laughs) from an eight second clip. So from an eight second clip. Yeah. So
1: just because they were both fastballs, but uh, just before this, just before we got on here, I was also watching MLB network and, and, uh, (laughs) lighter was on there talking about having depth to your pitches. Like, if you have movement, but it's going east and west, not north or south, on a fastball, it it, it makes all the difference in the world. And when 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 they showed Lighter throw that fastball, and it just dropped, just I mean, it was nasty.
0: Yeah, I I like Lighter. He's got the pedigree. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got a family that's pitched, and I just think that's a. It could be wrong. But I just think, especially right now, maybe that's just recency bias. You got Tatis, you got Bichette and Guerrero and Biggio Biggio. and, you know what I mean? You got all these and Key Bryan. you know what I mean? So it's like the thing right now. Yeah. There's just a generation right now of a bunch of young guys. I mean, yeah. But like, it's just that second level. And then you got like the Seegers. You got the brothers. You got... Um,
1: well, Colt Tucker's brother just got drafted last year. Colt Tucker's
0: he? brother just got drafted.
1: By Cleveland.
0: Yep. So, like, there's just... There's, like, a thing right now. You know what I mean? Sure. Mostly, like... Well, uh, Moran. Remember? His uncle is B.J. surhoff
1: I did not know that.
0: Yes. His uncle is B.J. surhoff hmm. So, like, there's, there's just a lot of it right now. And I just yeah. feel like... Maybe that's the thing. Let's go with Jack Lighter. Let's keep that trend going a little bit like more, but but literally like it doesn't matter who they get. No. Kumar Rocker's probably going to be like more of a he might be more exciting. I could be proven wrong, but
1: I mean Lighter was Lighter was hitting 100. Uh yeah, debut. but I just
0: think personality I don't, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the lighter personalities, so say, but like Kumar Rocker is is electric. Yeah.
1: And both both of them are fast, going to be fast-tracked to the MLB. Coming out of college, I I, I, I think they're, they get drafted, they're in the big leagues in two years, tops.
0: Seems like that lines right up with when we're going to be good. Mm Mm-hmm. 2023, 2024. 2024 is kind of like the hey, this is our plan, I think. But I think it's going to happen before that. I think 2023, it's going to be a competitive team. Yeah. Like the teams that Kutch played on where you lost a ton of games and then the next year just lost less and then lost less and then toyed around and ended up still under 500. But then just blew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. 94 wins. Just I mean, it just went straight there. And I think that you could see, you could see this team do something. Like, I think 2023, there's going to be a lot of excitement. Yeah. But I think 2024 is that year that they compete and for postseason. Sure. You know, we'll see who are they going to compete with. I mean, that's one of the things I'm looking at. We're talking about this year. We're not talking about 2023. We're not talking about 2024 right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm paying attention to 2023 and 2024 right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking like, I don't know, maybe I'm dropping money for MILB TV so I can watch the Altoona Curve and the Indianapolis Indians play. Yeah. You get to that point where you can see Pagaro, Gonzalez, Priester, O'Neal Cruz, um, Miggy Yahoo, Ronzi, Caden Smith, Travis Swaggerty, Hudson Head, Brennan Malone, Mason Martin, Tanaj Thomas. You got all these guys. Yeah. Let's do it. I want to watch those guys play this year. There's going to be games that are going to be frustrating to watch at the major league level. But I'm going to watch those games. I want to see what's going on. I want to see yeah. how they draft. I want to see what kind of players Ben Sherrington's going after. Certainly has to be pitching.
1: Yeah. Has to be.
0: Pitching and catching heavy, right? Don't you think? hmm Yeah. Those are the things I'm looking forward to this year. I think you're going to get frustrated. I think there's going to be moments where you're going to get frustrated. Maybe just like, I'm done. I'm not watching them for a week. I'm sick of the losing. I think it might happen. I think if they get bad, I think it can get bad. Yeah. I think they can have hot streaks. It's worth paying attention to. It's worth watching some of the games. But, but I think overall, I think you pay attention to individual efforts. Yeah. Yeah. 2019 wasn't a good year either, but some guys put up some good numbers. Watch for those sort of things. Watch for our players. Root for our players. Everybody's mad that the money isn't being spent, but it's not the player's fault. Right. And those guys are, are not taking this time for granted either. I guarantee no, you, Stephen Brawl is not saying, man, it sucks that we're going to suck.
1: Right. Well, you know they, they they talked about Adam Frazier, you know all the rumors and everything. He's like, yeah, I mean, I paid attention to him, but I'm happy where I'm at, and as long as I'm, a, I'm, he said, I'm gonna worry about where my feet are, and right now my feet are in Pittsburgh. That's a and he loves being a, cool a pirate. line. Yeah, I I I really like that line. That was uh, they talked about it on the on the Pirates. West. So you you can go down there and click on the news, and they they have a little thing with with him and. And I thought, I thought that was really cool, but I pay attention to where my feet are.
0: Yeah. That's a good line. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think, I think, I think we can all do that, but I think it's the same thing. I think if you go as a Pirates fan, if you go into this year hoping for wins, you're setting yourself up to be upset. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy it. Baseball's fun. Baseball is a fun sport mm-hmm. and every single, like even team. Did you think about this, even bad teams are going to win 60 games in a summer. Now, sure. That's not a lot, but 60 is still a high number. Like there's fun times to be had. Yeah. How many of 60 wins if they only win 60? How many of 60 wins are walk-off homers? Those are awesome. Yeah. How many of them are a complete game shutout? There's going to be clips at the end of the year that you can look back and say, "Hey, that was a good time. You remember that? yeah, even better if you were able to go to the field and be there for one of those games,
1: yeah, hopefully we're allowed in,
0: yeah, yeah, hopefully, all right, man. Well, it's baseball season
1: it's It's great season. <laughs>
0: We just need this snow to melt. We need my roof to stop leaking, and we need to get on the field. Let's play yeah. baseball. Yep, man, I love baseball.
1: Yeah, they they were showing clips the other day, of spring training, and all it was was audio and just that 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 snap of the gloves, the the pop of the mitt, the crack of the bat. I mean, we're here. Love it.
0: We're on for the ride, man. Here we go. It's
1: Bucko Baseball.
0: Bucko baseball, no matter what. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Please hit subscribe on whatever platform you're on. Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it is. And also you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Bridge to Bucktober. On Twitter, it's Bridge to Bucktober. And that's Bridge, the number two, then Bucktober. Send us a message. Tell us what to talk about. Tell us that we're dumb. Tell us that you like us. Whatever you want to say. Go ahead and tell your friends about it too.